Episode 44, Liam, how was the Bucks game? Yes. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. I cannot imagine what you were going through, Ian, just watching that. Like, I'm assuming you were watching it, like, in your basement, in your room. And I was just in my room, yeah. Yeah. Now, just amplify that by, like, 10 times. I know. Like, I... I mean, dude, I, I, I couldn't, I literally couldn't stand. My legs were shaking so bad. Okay. Was, so were you like up around like, your room and walking around? Oh yeah. I sat down for maybe like only during the timeouts and stuff like that. I couldn't sit still cause I was either mm. pissed and complaining or I was fucking hyped. I just, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I barely sat down for a second. Yeah. I did not sit uh, with like, from like five minutes to go in the fourth until the end of like overtime. Like mm-hmm. when Durant hit the end one, when I, when we texted each other and we're like, yeah, that might be the game right there. But from that point until o- the end of overtime, I was like standing, but I, I thought for sure that was game. I thought it was, it, it was so deflating. It was like, cause we got, we got a steal and we had numbers to go tie it and then turn over. Kevin Durant stayed down the other end because he was complaining about a foul and then got an easy fucking dunk. And I don't, I, I know Pat was trying to block it, but just let him score. Yeah. Don't foul him. But um, yeah, I mean, we should probably talk about games five and six before we get to yeah, seven because we for know, sure. Um, game five was brutal. I mean, <laughs> we were up by like 25 and we blew it. Uh, all-time collapse, which was just fucking demoralizing. Um, so I don't have much to say about that game. Yeah, all-time collapse. That was, I think, if the Bucks would have lost that series, I think everybody would have pointed to that moment and been like, that's like Bud's fault right there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then game six was, I mean, we led start to finish. Brooklyn didn't lead for a single second. Uh, we handled that game pretty Handily. Middleton had 38. Yeah, he had a huge game. Huge game. Yeah, he had like 38, 13, 5, and 5. Like he was unreal. He was unreal. Giannis was unreal, like usual. He, in game six, the Bucks big three, I think, combined for like 90 points total. Yeah, they did. Something so, like that. I mean, they, they haven't out. gotten much, they didn't get any bench production in this series, other than shout out to Pat Connaughton. He had some big time buckets in all the games this series. His pull up threes are just money. Mm-hmm. So he, good for him. We all shit on his contract, which I still don't think it's a great contract, but he's he's playing really well. And he's a big part of winning this series. Yeah, without him, the Bucks would not have won the series. I, I agree. Um, before we get into game seven, Nick, we're we're gonna let you go first from a neutral. Yeah, fan standpoint. Um, so I watched the second half of this game because I was not home. Um, so I can't say anything about the first half because I have no clue. But as I was watching it, like I that was probably the most one-sided officiating game I've ever seen in my entire life for any sport. And I hate to be that guy. But holy shit, it was like it, it was not even close how one sided. I I literally texted the group chat. I'm like, this game's absolutely rigged. Yeah, I mean, when when mainstream media is tweeting about how bad the officiating is and how one sided, I mean, in the first half, uh, the Bucks had one guy shoot a free throw. It was Giannis, other than a technical. Yeah. Um, and I mean. I, oh my God, I, James Harden was literally in the game, in la, in games five, six, and seven, just to flop and draw fouls. Yes. That was the only reason he was in the game, and the NBA let him do it. I mean, he, I texted Liam, 
every single three that guy takes, he doesn't even attempt to land. He just jumps uh, and lands on his ass. Yeah, every did, you, time. did you see that one clip on Twitter? Like he literally just shot it and then fell on his back. Like yeah, he didn't he, even, he did not try to land at all. Yeah, he does not try to land. And it's just fucking infuriating to watch because he gets every call. Like he mm-hmm. had like 18 points yesterday. I'm pretty sure he was 12 of 12 from the free throw line. So yeah. pretty yeah. ineffective everywhere else. I just, oh, I fucking hate James Harden. But beating him was the best thing ever because he was the one who was like, oh, Giannis has no skill. Yeah. And so for Giannis to knock him out of the playoffs with this, their super team was pretty fucking great. I hate James Harden. I don't get uh, why they give him that whistle. On the James Harden, like, have you guys ever <laughs> been to a live game with James Harden playing? No. No, I don't think so. It is so much more obvious when you are in person how he draws the fouls. Like, I think it was first half. I think it was like the first or second three he took. And I'm sitting up like nosebleeds. But you could see, I think they called the foul on either Drew or Chris, who Mm. was like planted already. And like James Harden had like jumped like a foot in front of where he was supposed to land. And you could see him like try and turn his ankle like on purpose. Like... yeah, and then when when he doesn't get the foul call, he always like tries to trip with yep. the player when he's laying down. And in game in game six, he like tried to break Chris Middleton's ankle when Chris Middleton hit that and one three. I mean, James Harden mm-hmm. like basically tried to kick him in the shins and then complained. It's like, I mean, seeing James Harden complain about a guy who f- gets Foul on a three is the funniest thing ever. Yeah, I know. Be like LeBron saying, oh, this guy flops so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I hate I hate James Harden. Um, but I mean, yeah, this game was I can't this was believe an all-timer. This was an all-timer. Uh I am oh very surprised. Yeah. I'm very surprised the Bucks won, to be honest with you. I mean, we made two shots in overtime. <laughs> i know we you guys didn't sc- you guys didn't score until like a minute 30 left in overtime <laughs> yeah um so i thought the game was over when katie hit that and one i also thought the game was over when james harden hit that oh yeah that bank, bank step yeah. back three i was like oh man i mean that's just it's just the nets night like that's how everything was going their way everything was going their way the officiating was obviously going their way and that's why it's just oh, I I just unbelievable that the Bucks pulled that out. Like I can't believe it. I really can't. I mean, they had everything against them. Down 0-2 against who people were like saying, oh, one of the best offenses of all time, which they are because they have Kevin Durant. Yeah. Down 0-2, fight back, get a game seven in Brooklyn, have the worst officiating I've ever seen in my life, and they still come out on top. I mean. Credit to the Bucks. Holy fuck. What a fucking battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bucks never gave up for one second. Never. Not one second. They're always playing at 110%. And I have to say, after Giannis started one of five from the free throw line, he went seven of nine the rest of yep. the game. So, like, for a guy who's like, does, isn't like, who gets criticized for not being like mentally tough, pretty big fucking nuts from Giannis to really just. And I, I, I didn't I, – you might have seen it, Liam. I guess the broadcast didn't show it, but I guess in the second half when he airballed that second free throw, he kind of gave a nod to the Brooklyn fans like, all right, you got me. <laughs> yeah. That's no, what I heard on Twitter. I think with the free throws after the first quarter, the Brooklyn fans were counting, which, by the way, Brooklyn school system, they're fucked because they don't know how to count 1 to 10 properly. Um, <laughs> but Brooklyn fans were counting, and they were getting to like 11 when Giannis – was going up into his motion and i saw a tweet from somebody i don't know who it was it was, it was nick wright i think so and like that was helping him get into rhythm in i think it was because every single time he went into his free throw motion like the broken fans said 11 and it was just mm-hmm. like helping him so i um we i i, I just have to give credit to kevin Durant. i've never seen a series like a better individual series from a human being in my life I mean, I felt like he didn't miss really. Ever. I I I did it. I didn't. I say this was like with four or five minutes left in the game. I said uh, Kevin Durant's not going to miss the rest of the game, and he missed what two shot, one or two shots. I think mm-hmm. one. I think it was the air ball. Honestly, no, he I missed he, two. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah. yeah, I think he missed yeah. a mid-range jumper. But yeah, again, he missed two shots the rest of the way. And, and then mm-hmm. obviously that last shot to send it to overtime. I mean, two centimeters away from sending us home. But I mean, they, what a shot! Liam, did you think shot. it was a three? Well, they weren't showing the replay, and so that's why I texted the group chat like two or three. Like they're not showing anything. It was. And, it looked clearly like a two in for, from us anyway. Well, when the thought, ref called it a two right away, yeah, because when did. it went in, I saw the score was 109 109. I was like, oh man, we have a, we mm-hmm. have a shot. And honestly, at the end of the game, the re- the officiating was good because they yes, got every and they got weird. every single out of bounds play correct, every single one. Yeah, that was odd. Like, I feel like in overtime, it like got fair. Yeah, it did. It was that was so weird. <laughs> I mean, thank god because the Bucks needed it. Because they were getting fucked, they were getting fucked early in the game. Um, I can, can I say one last thing about that KD shot at the end? Yeah, go for it. That is the loudest I have ever heard in arena. Oh, I bet. They, oh yeah, I, I bet, bet they went bananas. God, they went berserk, and like I could not even hear myself think. And as soon as he hit that shot, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, worse, we're going to overtime, but we're probably going to lose in overtime now. Like, what the fuck? But, oh, that was such a clutch shot by KD. Like, not even game seven. Like, going back to game five when he dropped the triple-double and, like, single-handedly won Brooklyn that game. Mm-hmm. He, um, he's the best oh, scorer of, like, all time. I yeah, I, he is. I mean, I... Definitely I've, the best score that we've ever seen, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I was texting a couple people yesterday about, like, I just... It's unbelievable. Like every time he shoots, I'm like, oh, fuck. I just don't think he's ever going to miss. And he doesn't very often. I know. Um, so I kind of feel for him. Uh, I thought it was very classy of him in his press conference to first question they asked was about, oh, you had a great series. He's like, no, this is about the Bucks. Let's talk about them because they earned this moment. So I don't I don't want to talk about myself right now, which was very cool. So and then, like, in the, uh, I forgot, I forgot what the reporter asked, but his response to it was like, "It, who cares? It doesn't fucking matter." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't hear the question either. Yeah. I just saw tweets about his answer, but I, that's that's KD. I mean, he doesn't like to do interviews. It seems like, um, put the free throws aside. This was a legacy series for Giannis. I mean, I never want to hear he's not he's not good enough to win uh, as a number one because he is. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see like the overall stats from him? He averaged like 31 points a game. Yeah, 31 and then 15 and like five mm-hmm. and shooting like 55% from the field. And that includes like his three point woes all yeah. throughout the series. Like, yeah. I mean, and then also another thing, just I don't want to hear any, I If I hear Chris Middleton slander for the rest of my life, I'm yeah. going to freak out. He <laughs> is so good. He is so good. He is he, all you can ask for in a number two guy, like and and more. He's better than most number two guys in the league. He is an above average number two guy. Oh God, yes, dude. Like, oh yes. Yeah. Pe- I mean, people, people, media keeps saying that he's not good, and like I don't know what they're looking at. They don't watch Bucks games. No one watches Bucks yeah, games in the media. Is. That's what it is. The only he, reason Chris got any recognition this series is because they played the Nets. Hmm. That's and point. Drew Holiday was pretty horrible this whole series until the last four minutes of the game. But man, he came up with some big time shots. That yeah. like rainbow three. I mm-hmm. first of all, he was like one of eighteen in the last two games from three. I couldn't believe he even took the shot. But fuck me, that was. <laughs> I mean, what a ballsy shot that was. Ian, I I don't know if you were thinking this, but I when. It was right around like the five minute mark in the fourth. Uh, I was sitting there, I was thinking, you know what? Drew's going to have to hit a big shot or two in order for the Bucks to win this game. And like two minutes after the fact is when he hit like back to back threes or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, at halftime, we, I, we were texting. I was just saying, like, I mean, if Chris and Drew start playing even okay, the Bucks will win because they both were pretty bad in the first half. And Chris turned it on and hit a fucking monster turnaround with about 40 seconds left to take the lead and then drew hit a but uh he had that like fadeaway runner on uh on the right side 
for to put them up by like two and then he hit that three i mean it was it was honestly amazing how much the bucks fought they would get down by like 10 and then they pull it back to like four and they just kept doing that the whole game until they finally went on their run yep and Mm -hmm. and just pulled it out and i you have to give some credit to coach bud because he played Giannis 53 minutes he played Brooke 50 minutes. He played Middleton 51 minutes and he played Drew like 49. Yeah. And he played I, PJ as much as he could, but he was in a lot of foul trouble. I saw a tweet today that said, uh, if you're going to like slander coach Bud when he does bad, you have to praise him when he does good. And Which is true. Some, mm-hmm. As somebody who openly slanders coach Bud when he does poorly, uh, he did very well game seven. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Yeah, he did. Um, game six as well. I think, you know, I think, I mean, I, we, I saw that video of PJ. I think PJ Tucker was saying like, I mean, I don't care what you say. I'm going to, we're going to do what we need to do out here because mm-hmm. we just we <laughs> have to win. And yeah. PJ is, I love PJ Tucker so much. Oh my God. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Did you see him talking to Wanda on the sideline? Yes, I did. He, and, uh, yeah, he goes, I love you. And she goes, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But man, oh, what a fucking, what a moment. Like, this is a game that Bucks fans will remember forever. Mm-hmm. Like an all-time it- game. And just for a casual NBA fan, I mean, what a game seven they got to see. Holy shit. This is what everybody wanted. Like, everybody wanted Brooklyn-Milwaukee seven-game series. Yeah, man. Oh man, did it deliver, especially for Bucks fans. Yeah, that was perhaps the biggest. That no, not perhaps. That was the biggest Bucks game in our lifetimes so far. God, yeah, by far. far. I, I think the only one that would come close was probably Game Seven Eastern Conference Finals, two thousand one. But you and I are not going to remember that. No, yeah, I, exactly. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, but, I mean, Bucks are back in Houston Conference Finals, which is all we could ask for. Um, we're either going to play Atlanta or Philly. So, Liam, who do you want to play between the two? I know who I want to play pretty easily. I know who, I know who you want to play too, Ian. I, mm-hmm. I think you have to say Atlanta, right? I like, Yeah. I really want home court. Like home home Atlanta. Home court would be nice. Very, very nice. I also just think in all honesty, like Atlanta and Philly are very, very comparable, except that Atlanta has Trey Young and Philly has Joel Embiid. Like other than that, they kind of look like the same team. Yeah, I like I I really think that it doesn't matter who the Bucks are gonna play, they're gonna win in five. I do because I'm Giannis. I'm all, I, I know Giannis always eats and beat alive every single time they play. See, and Embiid and B gets way too tired. Yeah, I I would say this: if the Bucks play the Sixers, and it goes, I think I don't know. I think it's going to be a six or seven game series. Atlanta is different because the Bucks struggled against Atlanta during the regular season, like struggled, struggled. Like Atlanta, yeah, yeah they did lights out. So but, that's the that's the only reason I'm worried again about mm-hmm. Atlanta. But Bogdan is hurt, and mm-hmm. if Drew Holiday can hold Trey Young a little bit, where's the offense? John the Collins, next best player is Danilo <laughs> Gallinari. Yeah, and also I just think Philly's better defensively. Mm-hmm. They like, are for who, sure. Like who on the Hawks can guard Giannis? Clint Capella. Yeah, okay. I'd rather have Clint Capella guarding Giannis than Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons, though. Well, yeah. And also, who can guard? Like, I think I think Tobias Harris can guard Chris Middleton fairly well. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. in Atlanta can guard Chris Middleton. No, I don't think so at all. I think they would actually have to put, like, John Collins on him. They would, and, I, and they would, and they would eat him alive. And they would have to start Gallinari then and have him yep. play on Brook. I think mm-hmm. if we can just play – if we can, if I just want two games at home to start, because I think we play two games at home, no matter who it is, or it would have to be Atlanta, obviously. I think yeah. we go up 2 0, and yep. that's just big. I, um, 
I we've think... been up, although we've been up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals before. Yeah, we lost but four straight. I, this is a different team. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, this is a different. This is the Atlanta Hawks. I also think Giannis, Chris, and them are on a mission. Like it just seems like they are not going to back down from everything. I mean. This like I I I I hate thinking this stuff because I'm just I just afraid to get my hopes up. But winning that historic game seven, it just feels like it might be their year. Oh, it 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 really does. To be honest with you, I mean, oh, another thing with about a minute and a half left in overtime, how about that fucking block by Brooke Lopez on? Yes. Oh my god! I mean, that was the play of the game. Because the Bucks scored after that. That was when they yep. finally scored. If KD scores that, it's over. Yep, it is. Brooke made up for his fucking dumbass in the uh, regular period, fucking just holding the ball till the shot clock ran out. I don't know what in the world that was, but he made yeah. up for it. So what a block, though. That looked wow. like like that wasn't like a classic Brooke Lopez block. That was like a Giannis block, like coming from the other side of the court. Yeah, I mean, it was really impressive. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd, I, I think I'd rather play Atlanta pretty. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think you would have to say Atlanta. But with that being said, who do you think is going to win tonight? I think the because Sixers will win. The Sixers. It's at yeah. home. I, it's, that's, that's the other thing. Like, if the Bucks play the Sixers and it goes to game seven, like Brooklyn, playing Brooklyn on the road, that's one thing. But you're in Philadelphia. Like, it was yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Brooklyn doesn't have any real fans. Like, nobody actually likes the Nets. If they didn't have a, if they didn't have a super team, they wouldn't have any fans. Um, yeah. Philly, on the other hand, always has fans. Um, also, another thing is, who would you rather play in the Eastern Conference Finals, Doc Rivers or Nate McMillan? Yeah. Ooh. I'd probably go Nate McMillan just because he's never been there before. Yeah. Doc's been there a lot, and he's choked it away every time. But he's also won some championships. So I think I'd rather take an inexperienced Nate McMillan. Either team, if it comes down to it, you could do like hack a shack, whether that's Clint Capella with the Hawks or Ben Simmons with the Sixers. So, I mean, Ben's I I've said it on this podcast before Ben Simmons sucks. He he's not he, good. He isn't. No, he's not. Like, uh, people make fun of Giannis's free throws. Ben Simmons is shooting like 28% from the free throw line. Giannis yeah. is at least like 45 <laughs> yeah ben uh, ben simmons hit, dude it's like bad yeah he's, I, I mean i will they say. asked they asked doc rivers if he was gonna bench ben simmons because tyrese Maxey's playing way better and he said <laughs> no but the reporter had a point like tyrese Maxey's way better than ben simmons did did you realize tyrese Maxey's like six seven no i didn't <clears throat> I had no I, idea until you just said that. I would. It, I, I mean, I watched him at Kentucky. If I would have guessed, I would have said he was like six two or six yeah, three. I, I'm, I'm. I don't know, like if I just heard things, but like the last game that Atlanta and Philly played, like the announcers when Tyrese Max came in, it was like, oh yeah, he's like six seven. I was like, the fuck, he doesn't seem that tall. No, not at all. But, yeah. Um, I also, I just think, I, I, I. I at, at, the more I say, I just think Atlanta would be much easier for us. I also, if Seth Curry gets hot, he's kind of unstoppable. And but last thing I'll say is I will feel confident no matter who we play because we're not playing against Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. I mean, he's the best score I've ever seen. Yeah. So to I not think, play against him would be nice. I also think uh, for Philly, I don't think Embiid. Would be able to go a seven game series, especially he, after going seven this series. No and you way. see how much how much he's getting tired out right now. Yeah, because he 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 scores thirty in the first half. Yeah, he tires himself shoots, on the first half. Shoots zero for twelve in the second half. Yeah. Like he just can't do it. I that's, so I, I was, think I think that's a plus. And then on Lanta's side, uh, just put Trey Young in the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. He's under. Yeah, he can't defend. So I mean, I, Drew Holiday is so strong. Drew could take him to the rim every time if he wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's flaws in both of the teams that we could potentially play that would make me feel confident. But like you said, Ian, I don't want to get my hopes up because we've been here before. So yeah. 
So yeah, if you're the Bucks, you cannot feel comfortable right now at all. No, and I think they've built quite the culture of like, this, yeah, this is nothing. We're not even close to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that showed all the interviews last night. Every single player, Coach Bud, even said the same thing: like, we're this is not done. Like mm-hmm. the job's not finished, which is awesome. So yeah, okay. I think that's all I got to say about the Bucks. Still ecstatic, by the way. So am I. I I did not get back to Philly until like 3 a.m. last night. Oh, man. I was going to say, what time did you get back? <laughs> well, I did. I was one of the last ones to leave the arena because you could tell who the Bucks fans were because we were all like just sitting there waiting until like the last player came off the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you walk, like you walked outside the arena and there's just mobs of Bucks fans there, just like high fiving, fist bumping. I met uh, our boy Nate Marzon outside the arena. Mm-hmm. So how was that? He was hyped. I yeah, I bet I bet most Bucks fans were. <laughs> but it was it was cool. It was a really cool sight to see it. Fucking awesome! And, like that. I know I tweeted this, but I don't think there's ever going to be another sporting event that I attend live that will top that. Mm-hmm. Um, the drone shot of outside the deer district after the Bucks won was, was awesome. All-time. Oh my god, that was so cool! Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Okay, that- we have a ton of NBA news to get into, so we should, yeah. Well, it was a crazy Friday, mm-hmm. yeah. Friday was nuts. All right, Stan Van Gundy, New Orleans Pelicans, only lasted one year there, he is now out. And uh, Zion's a little bit unhappy, seems like. Yeah. Um, a little bit surprised they only let him coach a year. Um, I don't know how much of it was his fault. I think the team's just – I think he's got a bunch of stupid players. It was not his fault. He was shooting like 70% from the field every single game and scoring 30 points. So I I'm talking about Van Gundy. It. Oh, I thought you were talking about – um Zion my bad. no I'm saying I just think Sam and Gunny had a bunch of talented but very stupid players like defensively yes. oh mm-hmm. defensively for sure yeah like they're just dumb like they don't know how to play defense so um too bad I don't know if Zion's on his way out that would suck for New Orleans <laughs> that yeah, would the hype yeah. for two years and then just gone yeah, I I would have to imagine Van Gundy getting fired is in part to like Zion, like the rumors of him wanting to leave. That's what I think it definitely like, was. Kind of Especially, the same situation in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was kind of out of nowhere, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, Luca must have said, I mean, the head coach and GM gotta go or I'm leaving. Because to do that in the same day. Liam, I, I so I got, saw the report today that Coach Bud's job is safe because of this series. But I texted you at halftime. I was like, if the Bucks lose, can't I can't wait for Rick Carlisle to come to town? I I would have guaranteed he would have been our next head coach. I would have put money on it too. Yeah, which I would have been okay with. I I would have been fine with it too. Yeah. Um but it it's interesting how like what my thought process has like shifted during the week. Earlier on in the week, I was thinking about, oh, fuck. Like, I'm going to have to talk about head coaching options on this next podcast here. But here we are. Coach Bud's going to be coaching another year because he won the series. You know what? He he, he earned it. He did. He did. He, did. So, he earned one more year. So, Also, if Coach Bud wins us an NBA championship, I don't care what that man has done in the past or what kind of slander he's going to get. Yeah. He was well worth it. So, yeah, I agree. Like, I will happily trade another year of Coach Bud if we win the finals. Like I don't like obviously. I'll trade three or four more years of Coach Bud <laughs> yeah, if we win the honestly, finals. Honestly, I I want them to win the finals so bad, so bad. So why? <laughs> uh, so back to Rick Carlisle. Um, he got fired. Uh, Scotty Nelson, the GM, got fired in Dallas as well. And it sounds like Luca is not happy, but there's no way Luca leaves. Dallas so no because like a week ago there he was saying that he's going to sign the max extension anyways it, it was just the long term so he'll stay there for the next like four or five years but after that it's up in the air yeah that's what it was 
you know, I, I hope that what Giannis did kind of has some, make some of these guys stay loyal to like their small markets. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if the bucks go on to win the finals, then it's like, okay, you can do it. Like you can win yep. in a small market. I mean, really other than the Clippers or Philly, if Atlanta comes out, whoever wins the finals is going to be a small market, whether if it's Phoenix, Milwaukee, or Atlanta, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. none of those teams are big markets. So, and they just built teams and with draft picks, which is, I mean, good for the league. Yeah. I, I think the media may not like a small market versus small market finals, but it would be very, very good for the league. I also think small market fan bases are the best. Like, Oh my no God. Yeah. Because big market fan bases are fake. If the team's bad, there's no fans. The Lakers didn't have any fans for five years until LeBron came. Then they were the most followed team on social media. Uh, like, I mean, it, they're all fake, dude. The day, the day that LeBron James left the Miami heat, their Twitter account lost like 3 million followers. It's well, all, yeah, it's all bullshit. Like, there's no real fans. There are, but there's not as many as like. Well, I was, well, especially like LA teams. Yeah. Like, dude, they're it's just they're all like fair weather fans, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, uh, Golden State. Yeah, I Golden know. They had a fuckload of fans back when they had KD. Yep. Golden State's one of the interesting ones, though, because like they were a small market before KD mm-hmm. showed up. Like, I mean, they they, bu- they built themselves into a big market, basically. Yeah, yeah, they did. Because so, yeah, San Francisco is not like a giant city, so no. Maybe that'll happen in Milwaukee. Maybe dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already saw man. the tweets about KD leaving Brooklyn for Milwaukee. No, oh my God, <laughs> dude. We'd have to clear out some cap space in order to do that one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll sign for a veteran's mid. Fucking Pat Compton be making four times as much as Kevin Durant. <laughs> well, if you can't beat him, join him. So I mean he's taken that approach before. Oh man. All right. Um Washington. The Wizards don't have a head coach. Scott Brooks was fired. Yeah. Don't really um, care about that. But yeah, ooh. I don't care about this much either. You know, I, I think he'll go to Portland. Mm, I could see that. Rick Carlisle might, could also be in the mix ooh, for Portland. Actually, that would be good, actually. I think Carlisle is probably a better coach than mm-hmm. Scott Brooks. So, I heard for, for Portland, they might bring in uh, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, oh, I, heard that I did too. hear that too. Yep. I Which, mean, do you think Steve they, Nash is a bad coach? No, no. Okay, I just saw a lot of critique, but how? For what? He played. Um, he played as like core, like seven guys the whole series. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the critique was for. I mean, I fuck. I keep going back to the Buck series, but <clears throat> I also kept can't believe Kevin Durant literally didn't sit out a second of like the last four game, three games of the series. Well, so game six, he only sat for two minutes at the end. Um, when the game was over. Yep. And then uh, game five, I don't, I think he sat for three minutes and then this game seven, he played every single minute. Yeah. Uh, he played all 53 game, minutes. Game five. He played every minute too. He did. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's unreal, the fact that he was still that productive. And it, it kind of looked like on that last shot, the air ball was like finally when his body was like, I'm, I can't anymore. I'm just gassed. Yeah. But yeah, I saw, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet comparing LeBron and KD and how like both of them were gassed at the end of the series. And one of the replies <laughs> was like, LeBron got beat by like Steph, Clay, KD, and like Draymond. KD, about, KD got beat by Giannis. Like, come on. Yeah. Also, I saw. Did you guys see Dave Portnoy's tweet that said LeBron would be on a full ventilator if he played in this game? <laughs> he would. There's no way LeBron would have made it through having to play every minute of that game. No, no, he would have. He would have only played like the 36 minutes that he plays. Yeah. And then the Bucks would have won One handily. Yeah. I mean, because if if Kevin Durant left the floor, they have zero offense. 
Yeah. So, like, and I like we say that like, and we're serious about that because James Harden like he didn't do anything in the series other than the free throws. Yeah, if you take the free throws out of it, I mean, he scored what five? That last three might have brought him up to like eight points. Yeah, and game five, did he? Didn't he only score like five points? And he was like zero of twelve from shooting. Yeah, I mean, he, he had like four. Clearly, he had four, I think. He clearly was not ready to play. He was just in the game to try to take some load off Kevin Durant and to draw fouls. Well, he had a, he has a grade two strain. He said, <laughs> which is like it's a tear. I yeah, I mean that's honestly unbelievable that he played on it. Yeah, because well, I mean, he said he literally said he did nothing basketball related until uh, the start of game five. I, I believe it because I mean grade two like that's that's a that's a big serious yeah that in the regular season that's probably like a six to eight week injury and you could tell he had uh, he had no legs like he couldn't yeah. drive he did not drive to the rim once nope so you could tell but I mean I I just can't believe he and that's a big risk to take yeah that could, if he could seriously re-injure that like <laughs> like my roommate did. oh that was so fucking funny it's so bad i know (laughs) okay rookie of the year came out mel ball ian i think you called it at the beginning of the year right uh maybe but i don't think that's a very hot take one one of you two said lamella ball would win rookie of the year i don't know who it was i think I don't know. One of us did though. That's I, all I might have picked James Wiseman to be honest. I think I think I picked Melo. Was it you, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought James Wiseman would because I thought the Warriors were going to be good, and I thought he would have big minutes on a good team. But then he got hurt. So, and the Warriors stunk. Other than stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Congrats to Melo Ball. Yeah. Clap, clap, clap. Well deserved. Yeah. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, couple one injury. Kawhi, does anybody know what's happening with him? I no, do, I don't well, know. He's how... missing. He missed the first. He's gonna miss the first two games for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you think somebody might have a torn ACL. Like you either tore your ACL or you didn't. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, I. They have to just be like. Oh, we'll just keep him questionable so the Suns think he might come back. But there's no, I there's no way if it is a torn ACL, he plays again. No way. Mm-mm. Yeah, but nothing's came out and been said like it is confirmed a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. It's probably a sprain. Um, yeah. a, a, in like of his like ACL or MCL, which is like a four week injury, but he'll play. I also agree with that. I think it's like a sprain, but like mm-hmm. a serious one. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if he'll – he like you said, Nick, he's out for – he was out today, and he's out for game two. Yep. So, I think they're going to need him at some point during the series. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I, th- uh, I think I they're going to – man can't carry it anymore. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> he had a phenomenal game though. Only missed six shots. Props <laughs> to him. Um, but I think Hawaii is probably gonna sit out until they absolutely need him. So I think after game two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've been down 0-2 in both series. I know, but it's just like I feel like it's different with the Suns, man, because oh yeah. It's... The Suns are not the Utah Jazz. No, and the Suns are not playing around, dude, at all. No, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident the Suns are going to go to the finals. I, I hope so. I want a campaign jersey so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting fucking Cam Johnson jersey. I'm gonna have to get a Cam Johnson jersey when the Suns are playing my team in the finals. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, we talk about CP3 then too. Yeah, health and safety protocols. I, I, I that's a, I'm sorry, that's the dumbest thing ever. No, it's dumb because LeBron broke the fucking health yes. and safety protocols and was not suspended or anything. Exactly, like exactly. It's a, it's 
what's the word I'm looking for? Hypocrisy. Double standard. Double standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like, dude, it's so fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's that's that is such bullshit. So he's probably only gonna miss game one. Yeah, I can't imagine because I heard that if you're, I, I read that like since he's fully vaccinated, they like they're not. It's the punishment isn't gonna be that big. Then but, what the fuck was the point? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I don't get. Like there hasn't been a positive COVID test in the NBA in like four months. I was gonna say so, how long has it been? Just I just let him. I couldn't even tell you. Oh so. man, I know, and and the fact that he's fully vaccinated too. Yeah, like come on. And it's like, it's not like this is regular season where it's like, oh, let's follow the rules because it looks good on the league. Like this is the Western Conference Finals. If everybody's healthy and you know he's healthy, fucking let him play. Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah, that's so dumb. Uh, I mean, they didn't. Luckily, they didn't need him today. Because Devin Booker with a 40-point triple-double. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really that dude. He's he's making the case for my favorite NBA player. Really? Yeah. It's, he's getting up there. He's a cool dude. He's really good at Call of Duty. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he's uh, in the offseason, he streams with uh, Nate Shot all the time. Oh, okay. I knew he streamed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was good. Yeah, he is. No, he's really good. <laughs> He's, he's one of the people who's good at everything he does. Uh, yeah. Something us three wouldn't know anything about. Oh, I yeah. know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sub, like below <laughs> average at everything. So, oh, man. Uh, Do we want to talk about that game later then? We might as well just get to it now. I mean, I only watched the like last four minutes. But yeah, the Suns I- were up by like 10. Clippers came back like they always do, <clears throat> cut it to two with like 30 seconds left. But yeah, so yeah, the, I would say the Suns were up 10 with a minute 16 <gasps> left. And then I checked the, again because you sent a text saying, can't believe the Clippers came back. And they were down two, and it was 40 seconds later. I yeah. Like, Holy shit. Literally, like a 9 0 run in like no, fucking, I know. <laughs> in like fucking 30 seconds. So I turned the I turned the game on on my phone and we were driving home, and Devin Booker gets the inbound pass and then has Just a wide open it. dunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, if you're the Clippers, like until you're down 0-3, that's when you start to worry because 0-2 yeah. is clearly nothing to them. But if like they don't have Kawhi, it's tough. Yeah, if, if Kawhi is out for more than the first two games, then it's going to be real tough for them. And I think uh, going back to the Clippers Jazz series, Paul George really like get, got his cred back as the player that he is because yeah. he's been ridiculed for his playoff performances in the previous years, but he he was unreal in games five and six. Yeah, he was. He deserved all the credit that he. Yeah, he gotten, fucking he yeah. balled out. Yep. I mean, he was he I mean, 3 years ago he was like third in MVP voting. Like he's an incredible He was one player. of the best players in the NBA <clears throat> for sure. He was the best like two-way player in the league. Yeah, at one point. So, now it's Kawhi. <laughs> yeah. Now he's on the same team with the other guy. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Suns are up 1-0. Yeah, mm-hmm. good for them. Um Let's see. Kemba. That was the big trade this weekend, this past week. I uh, Kemba is now on the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's really funny that the first thing Brad Stevens does is send Kemba out of there. That is yeah. hilarious. I mean, he must have really not liked him. Yeah. And I, I I think I saw some tweets saying that like Kemba just took away shots from Tatum and Brown. And I feel like that's a good point. Because he did. He did. Those two are so good. They don't need a third guy. And Al Horford's back on the Celtics now. Yeah, that one. I. That, I, I mean, he's like forty-five. But that was well, a little he, odd. He was really good on the Celtics, dude. Yeah, that, four years ago. I know, but dude, that freaking <laughs> top of the key jumper that he has is the most unstoppable shot in NBA history. What's up I, there? Yeah. So I. 
I don't want to say I feel bad for Kemba, but it kind of stinks. Like he, like his career is over because OKC is OKC is going to end up trading him somewhere for more picks. That would be so fucking funny, dude. They're going OKC. to. They have OKC. so they have five of the first thirty-six. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, on a mission to capture every single draft pick, like twenty thirty-two or something like that. It, it is going to be crazy, dude. They're going to. The, I don't even know. If I was the Bucks, I'd be like, "Hey, we'll give you our twenty thirty first round pick for Shea." They might take yeah. it. <laughs> they might <take> it. <laughs> honestly throw in like a 2040 first round or two <laughs> they might they might scoop it up dude or lou dort <laughs> oh man um let's see it's really all we have yeah i mean kind of yeah nothing else uh who is the u.s open over i uh, know right now yeah. louis Ustazen is leading. Okay. By one over John Rom. Okay. I completely forgot the US Open was this weekend. Oh my God. Did Bryson just crumble? Yeah, good. Fuck that guy. Good. What he, a bitch. Went, he went from first when I, when we started recording. He's tied for seventh now. I know he drops like four shots. At a boy. Brooks is above him. Phil Mickelson was plus 10 the last time I saw this morning. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's way down there. I'm yeah, I know. He got... Oh, he is tied for 62nd. He's finished at plus 11. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, he he got his... He won his major. Oh, he's I know. Good for him. Oh, um, we talked about the Bucks collapse in game five. What about Philly's collapse in game five? Which was somehow worse. Yeah. True, yeah. Um. It made me feel better because the Bucks like were being shit on by everybody, and then everything went away from us because Philadelphia <laughs> had a way worse loss. <laughs> yeah, did you remember, Ian? I'm like, oh yeah, the I uh, the Sixers are up uh, 22 at half. This game's totally over. And then yeah. I was like, Ian, the Sixers lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is is Trey Young that good? I think he, he might, might be. He, he, might, might, be. he might be. He honestly might be. I mean, you know, you you said Devin Booker's turning into your favorite player. Trey Young is slowly turning into one of mine. I he, love that guy. He is he is good, dude. He's just so like cool and so cocky that I love it, dude. The NBA is in really good hands with all these young dudes. Oh, I know. I I the NBA is gonna be so exciting and mm-hmm. like forever. Like it's just once LeBron and like, I don't even know who else is, like, old. Kate, KD. KD, Draymond. KD. Yeah. But, like, Steph, once those guys are out, like, there's just other people that are going to be, like, just as exciting. Like, fucking. Yeah, Trey Young is going to be the next Steph. Yeah. Or the Donovan, closest thing to it, anyway. Donovan Mitchell is going to be, like, Dame Lillard. Yep. I mean, the NBA is in great hands. The book is going to be, like, Kobe. Yeah. Literally. And then Luca's just, like, a one-of-one type guy. Yeah. Mellow ball too. Yeah, the mm-hmm. next magic. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fucking. I'm glad that all these young guys are so good. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Jokic, he's not old. He's oh. pretty young. He's tw- he is 25. Yeah, <laughs> say. Yeah, exactly. He's not old at all. I mean, Giannis is also 26. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like just a baby. Giannis is old compared to all these guys we were just. Saying. I know. That's what I'm. Yes. That's for real. He is. All right. Um, last thing we have is Bachelorette for this week, Liam, or for last week, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, all I have to say about it is that Carl is just the biggest fuck in the world. Yep. I mean, like, bar none. Oh my God, that guy sucks. Uh, um, he, he was the one that had the beef with the other guy that got sent home, right? No, Carl was the uh, the black guy who at the end told Katie that everybody, nobody's there for the right reasons. Oh, yes, yes, And he yes. just made that up and pulled it out of his ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. then all the other guys were like, 
who said it, who said it. And he was like, hand up. It was me. <laughs> They're all fucking pissed. And he was just like bullshit. And he's like, they're like, where'd you get that information? He's like, well, I have a feeling. They're like, oh my God. So you just made it up. And it's even worse because like Katie had just gone through this with those two guys. Yes. Yeah. So like, um, why the fuck, why the fuck would he bring that up? Because he's a shithead. Jeez. So you know how there was, I heard, I, I heard a theory, you know how there was no rose ceremony at the end of last episode. Yep. I heard that. Katie's not going to give out all the roses. She's only oh. going to give them to the people that she thinks are there for the right reason, but that's not enough for like to fill it up. So she's going to leave a couple roses on the table and send some more people home. Interesting. Interesting. I know. I think that'd be a way to kick off this next episode. I I'm also waiting for when Blake shows up. Mm, yes. Um, it, he's showing up some point at this season. I don't know when. Yeah. The uh, so this last episode was a, the one where they uh, like did like the performances for Katie and all of them were like super sexual. And then my guy, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but the virgin Mike. Mike the virgin just went up there and read a beautiful poem that had me sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that guy, and he got the rose. All right, the <laughs> poem had the poem had Ian sobbing and Katie throbbing. <laughs> gross um i fucking fall more in love with katie every episode she She just seems like the best she has the ability to like take jokes as they come but also get like really serious Mm -hmm. like looking back on the show like nobody else like has been able to do that like claire yeah (laughs) i know i hate bringing i hate talking about her just fucking pissing me off but no, she's just she's just awesome and she's hilarious. I hope she doesn't pick a fucking loser. Yeah, I really hope like she finds like the love of her life on this show. I hope it's Mike. Honestly, it might be. <laughs> I hope it's Mike. Mike's a great guy. The best guy. He's my pick for the winner right now. Yeah, I like uh I like the cat man. Dude, me too. He's actually I mean, the first impression of him was like, oh, this guy's a psycho. But he's yeah. actually really cool. I, I thought he was a little bit of a weirdo showing up in like a cat costume. And then, oh, yeah. And then throughout the night, like continually going back to the cat costume and acting like a cat. But I don't know. He seems nice. Like, I mean, he got the one on one. Yeah. And I mean, he he, was, he seemed like a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised. He, I, he, I didn't have high hopes for him, but he's overcoming my expectations. Yeah, um, I think that's all I've got for the Bachelor, right? Yeah, same. Um, does anybody have any other thoughts they'd like to get off their chest? Yeah, fuck New York. All right. Oh yeah, how was like your experience in New York, just outside of the Bucks game? Outside of the Bucks game, pretty disappointing. New York's an <laughs> yeah. overrated place. <laughs> Heard you got a bit, pretty hefty parking ticket. Yeah, the fucks a no standing zone. If you what? can't stand there, you probably can't park there. <laughs> yeah, I got a $115 parking ticket for a no standing zone. Dude, I wouldn't pay it. What are they going to do? Well, I'm, the car is technically not mine. It's my grandma's. So, <laughs> oh, I, never well, mind. Definitely don't yeah. pay it. Yeah, heck, your grandma pay it. Fuck it. <laughs> but other than that, like New York, it's loud, hot, um, everything's overpriced. Just well, you were also in like Brooklyn, like after like their team just fucking lost. Of course, it's not going to have that. Well, no, I that good old New York feel. He was there before. (laughs) I I was in like the Manhattan area before. Oh, you did go before? Yeah, I was down like Soho, Tribeca. Okay. So that I didn't really like that area. I don't know. I think I might go back and like try to visit like the Chelsea, like. Uh, Central Park, that sort of area. I think I'll like yeah. those, those areas better. But, yeah, you probably will. Yeah, but I will say I did like Brooklyn. Like I didn't do anything in Brooklyn just besides going to the game. But I don't know. It was like a modern city, not too big, and uh, like 
for as much shit as we give Brooklyn fans, like they're actually like pretty nice. Like, like just had a good vibe to it. Yeah, they they took the loss well. Like a couple of Brooklyn fans like came up to like me after the game. It was like, you know what, you guys deserve this. Good luck and like next round. Oh, there you go. I was like, you know what, good for yeah. Thank you. How Infinitely better than Philly fans. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, the stadium, very very nice. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a like, brand new stadium. It's only yeah. a couple years old. Have you been like, to the Pfizer? I have not. Oh, okay. I've been outside. But... Pfizer is very nice inside. <laughs> I mean, that's I, like brand new. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I do want to go to the Pfizer. So, I, oh, I if assume... the Bucks go to the finals, I will be attending a game no matter how much money it costs me. Oh, well, you have to. You have to. It's a I once in a lifetime thing. If they go to the finals, I. I will be at a game for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was not even thinking about going to the game last night. Like I set up the GoFundMe as a joke on Twitter. Mm-hmm. By the way, nobody donated except for Stephen G. Stephen G. Me, told me he gave you fifteen bucks. He he gave me fifty. He Venmoed me fifteen. You are lying, bro. No, I I, I hate that kid, bro. Because <laughs> I hate Stephen so much. That fucker. <laughs> No, but Stephen was the only one that gave me some money. But I wasn't thinking about going until my dad texted me in the morning, like after I like set up the GoFundMe. He's like, "You can go to Game Seven. I'll pay for it if that's what you want for your birthday." Yep. Like, huh. Well. <laughs> and did so you steal up... Stephen's money? Well, yeah. Well, duh. <laughs> he he gave it to me, and I texted him right after. I was like, "I appreciate the money, but like, you didn't have to pay me. Like, I was gonna go regardless." It's like, no, just keep the money. It's like, well, what don't have to ask twice. Like, Ugh, that kid. I, so I just want to punch him in the face sometimes. <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> thank God he doesn't listen. That fucker. True. <laughs> Dude, his fucking uh, burner account's been going crazy this week. Dude, I know. Did you it's see his so... tweet to the kid who was hating on Nathan Marzion? No, I didn't. No. Uh, so he was like shitting on Nate or something like that. And Steven, Steven replied on his burner and said some defending him. And the kid replied and said, you're probably like a 10 year old. And yeah, deep in your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do you see it? Yes. And then the and then the person goes, "Okay, you're younger than 10." <laughs> Is that what they said? Yeah. Yes. I wonder what they would do if they found out this kid was 21 years old. Yeah, I know. It, um also I, after Br- the Bryce Hall loss, his burner, he tweeted at Addison Ray. <laughs> said, "Yes, <laughs> I know, dude. That these, oh does Zerg's girlfriend know about the burner? I'm sure she does. I do. Well, he deleted he that tweet, just so you know. The Addison one? Yes. Yeah. So maybe she knows about it and wasn't too happy with it. That dude, I was thinking, I'm like, dude, what the fuck <laughs> is he doing? Imagine if Addison Ray responded to a fucking Twitter user named Bang Your Mom. <laughs> <laughs> with the picture of Michael Jordan listening. <laughs> Sunglasses. <laughs> to the, it's, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. All right. He only, he only has five followers, and three of them are on this podcast right now. <laughs> Who are the other two? Uh, Taylor and his uh, friend, Brandon. Interesting. Um, Another all-time tweet yesterday was Connor Handles. Yes. Every time he sees a Prius, he just thinks of Stephen G. I mean, that just came out of nowhere, and it, it really It's so true. Laugh. It is so true, <laughs> I don't though. know why yeah. it's true, but it is. I... I will say this at any time Connor Handel or Sam Stepnitz tweets, it's like gold. It's usually pretty. Yeah. It's usually good. Connor's tweets are so funny. Everything that Connor does is funny. Did you see Connor's Instagram posts? Yes. He tagged Giannis in every single picture (laughs) with every, any person who's wearing a Giannis jersey. He tagged Giannis. Did him and Sam just go around your district finding people in Giannis jerseys? I think so. I'm not, I think they did. I think they did. One of the pictures was fucking Matt Nelson. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that. Interesting. (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, See, any other. Looks like they had a great time. Any other kids, that would be, like, so fucking weird. But Connor and Sam, that's just, like, normal. That's just what they do. Yeah. yeah. 
just who they are. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got for our closing thoughts. Um, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey! Please get out of here.